0: Hi everyone, this is Emily and Samma hosting Tai China. With cross-cultural study and working experience but both born in Shanghai, we have seen lots of information asymmetry from international sources and local perspectives. This brought us the idea of opening this podcast to show the real China to audience who are interested in this topic.
1: The program will be released bi-weekly to present the fresh China through Chinese popular topics brands and high attention events. If you would like to know this country from a local voice, please enjoy it. In our podcast profile, we have an email address for any open remarks or suggestions. Feel free to reach out to us. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes. Mm. Um, so today
0: will be, I think, one of the last sessions we're talking about lockdown. Because mm. um, um, I think Today, actually, just before we recorded uh, the start this meeting virtually, uh, we received the updates from the Shanghai government saying mm-hmm. everything shall be resumed on 1st of June, and mm-hmm. which is two days later. So yes. I think uh, for this is a good time for us to actually wrap up a bit on this uh, lockdown situation. Since for me, actually, today is also my first day. Actually, I got the limited access card to go out of my compound after um, 6 day, 6 days 60 days of lockdown okay
1: my compound has already released for around one week um yeah also limited access that you know you only have around 3 hours to go out and you yeah even you can go out you can just may, maybe take a bicycle to ride around but you cannot go to any Supermarket or shopping more um, yeah. Since those stores are still closed, so when I when I heard the news that all stores and or companies will be recovered at the first uh, of June, I was so surprised because you know you it's a, a little bit difficult for me to imagine that how to everything to be recovered suddenly from the current status. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I think it's uh, for for me is uh, when actually going out of my block for mm-hmm. the first time after two months, it's uh, also feeling a bit uh, kind of weird. Um, I During the 60 days, I only went out once out of the block to go to my office building to fetch something, um, mm-hmm. which is still like within the bicycle range. Uh, I got mm-hmm. the scooter, so so that's why I can actually being more remotely going uh a bit further away, but still it's within like the neighborhood. Uh, mm-hmm. so every everything is shut down. Still today, I think when I went out, I was trying to looking for a vet shop because I need to get my cat cleaned. Um, mm-hmm. there are shops open, but they are not open officially. It's literally just the door is open because there are people inside, they want to have some fresh air. But mm. when I went there and asked them if they are in operation, uh, they are open for business, uh, the, the response is no, because they haven't got approval from the neighborhood or mm. they haven't got the pass saying, oh, okay, you can officially open your business, uh, which is uh, still quite ridiculous to me. Um, but mm-hmm. I think definitely definitely this one in just two months will be kind of a very strange memory for the whole shanghai Shanghainese, right Maybe we need also to compare a bit of how life works is for us, <laughs> but prior to this lockdown right and then then mm-hmm. that that should be uh more like a clearer comparison I mm-hmm. think especially for summer or for us, uh, for, for me, the same is uh, most of the time we eat out. Uh, we mm-hmm. order food de- delivery. Uh, I might be cooking more frequently than summer, but uh, still there is uh, the choice of uh, or the freedom of eating out is always there. But mm-hmm. uh, for the past two months, most, uh, most of the cases is... Uh, we cannot leave our home or even our. Uh, we can't leave our compound. That's for sure. And then we cannot leave our home or even out of the doorstep sometimes. So that meaning um, we rely on some of the government supply food for a while, uh, mm-hmm. and also we rely on the group buy mechanism we mentioned in last episode a lot. And so a lot of things are around how to survive or on 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 raw food Uh, there's a lot of things you need to cook (laughs) from zero
1: (laughs) yes but
0: (laughs) previously it's more like put in order and then you can uh you can just open the box and then it's the food that's ready to eat but for the past two months mainly what we do even what we can buy on on the supermarket app most Mm -hmm. of those are like fresh fruit or fresh vegetables, that we need to cook it ourselves.
1: Yes, you know, talking about food, do a lot of things. We have to learn how to, any new cuisine can be made every day, since, yeah, definitely you don't want to eat the same things every day, right? So you have to think about, oh, what kind of food or meal I have to cook today? <laughs> uh, yeah, also depends on what kind of uh, uh like material i have so so also you have to consider take those kind of nutrition things into consideration so a lot of things very daily life things you have to do those kind of um uh, like knowledges or nutrition things you don't need to consider consider before two months two months ago right
0: or i think that oh, because because the government supporting or the subsidy side, they are giving a lot of fresh vegetables that uh, actually Shanghainese don't really eat that often. So we actually need to learn the different cooking ways of new vegetables then. And, mm. and I would say those vegetables, I don't really want to see them for, for <laughs> a while.
1: Yeah, another thing is you have to uh, get a lot of knowledge about food storage. Since Uh, yeah, since governments they (laughs) were
0: speaking speaking of this is uh, I think that's actually might be my biggest personal change during the uh, the past two lockdowns because Mm -hmm. previously uh, even I cook a lot I still don't really buy a lot of fresh stuff or or have a lot of stock in my fridge or Mm -hmm. in my home. Um, basically, I buy things fresh and then I eat it very quickly in one or two days and uh, mm-hmm. keep the fridge quite kind of clean or very with limited resources. But uh, after this time, I think most of the cases. Um, this also applies to a lot of Shanghainese, I think. Uh, people will mm. tend to stock things uh, more than <laughs> yes. than previous, right? Um, we have to keep the food at least in certain demand, at least for one or two weeks in the home. Because mm. uh, in the early April, which is the, just the starting of, uh, of the lockdown, we did have a period of time that it's very difficult to even buy stuff on supermarkets. And Everyone need to just get up at 6 a.m to um, to open different grocery apps to grab food or or mm. try to uh, try to try to purchase put the order. Uh, mm. uh, to, to to into your of, bracket <laughs> yeah to to book the delivery forces because at that time um, back to our last episode related to supply chain most of the delivery guys they are locked down under at home as well so um, there's not enough people actually supporting the whole supply chain meaning um, even there are stocks in the in the supermarket storage, or there are food outside Shanghai, um, the last mile delivery, or uh, like within the compound, or how from supermarket to everyone's home, this distances cannot be solved. So so we are, we have been under a kind of lock, uh, short of food kind of, uh, kind of situation.
1: Yes, and and what surprised me most is, we found that, you know, what we cooked, It's more delicious than what we ordered outside. So maybe it changed us mind a little bit. Maybe we will consider to cook food after lockdown. Yeah, I
0: think one thing for that is um, once you find you don't really need those very spicy food Mm. or like uh, mm, very oily food, Mm. It's, it's much, much healthier than for you to cook at home and then
1: much, much cheaper, right?
0: Yes. This will definitely um, change some people's habit, I would say.
1: Yes, and also I learned something from Emily to buy some machine will help to cook food in a faster way. Yes. So after lockdown, yes. I will try, I will try that. Maybe you know we don't need to order delivery food every day. I think sometimes Air. we just yeah. yeah.
0: Air-, Air fry pot is is my life savior. It's my kitchen savior. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think during the lockdown, people always learn a lot of skills for, you know, cooking food in an easy way or, you know, to to upgrade their skills. Mm. And
0: uh, one thing for me, maybe the purchasing habit will change a bit on not only stocking food, but also uh, like I learned a lot on how to stock different food, right? But at uh-huh. the same time, I think all the restaurants, because they are also trying to keep a survival mode or try to sell something out. Um mm-hmm. so most of the restaurants that are open to public during the lockdown, they they have their like uh, ready to cook version of their food, uh, mm-hmm. which I think it's quite good, actually. So everything's in um in freeze. Freeze status, and what I need to do is just put it in the pot and just, uh, heat it. I mm-hmm. think previously, this way of cooking is not really appreciated by my parents or even by myself mm-hmm. uh, because it, it might be like uh, not that healthy or all or, or those things. But I think right now, because the freezing technology is getting very advanced, so the flavor, the way of cooking, or what it the, the outcome of this freeze the food is actually super good so i think i will be keep buying this kind of stuff in the future
1: yeah i also think that maybe the group buy behavior will continue yeah after the lockdown see sometimes i found that okay my uh those group buy launched by my neighbors uh they can find the very good products that maybe you haven't heard the, the name of those products, but yep. it's good and delicious. So, um, so sometimes those those things is difficult for us to get during our daily life because we don't have the resources and you know, we don't have where to buy or purchase it. But I think group buy maybe continue yeah, for I getting think, the products you like. Yeah,
0: I think previously because a lot of um, lot of, lot of food or a lot of those uh, those products they only give. Uh, resources or give those uh, provided they, they are acting as vendors only to restaurants mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this time they are directly to the customer end and then maybe upon this they found it's actually quite efficient or right? it's a good mm-hmm. way for them to have their own company marketing as well so mm-hmm. I think it might be uh, some good, uh, good thing will happen for some of brands that uh, has been purchased a lot during the lockdown mm-hmm. and I think one one phenomena during the lockdown that, that uh, p- applies to almost all citizens is how the elderly people has been forced to um, join those group by or uh, use WeChat, right? Pre- mm. Previously, maybe WeChat for them is something quite similar to WhatsApp. It's uh, just a chat mm-hmm. chat app, but this time, they have to be joining the group chat. They have to follow the message. And uh, they have to join different group chats and um, the group by. And they need to click a lot of buttons and, um, mm. and also even just follow a group. Uh, yeah. A group follow-up that uh, that you know, everyone just follow just one small step and then you mm. are under a very long list that and then the, the group leader can actually collect this list and uh, see how many people is buying the same product. Mm. So I, I think for these different functions have been uh, the usage of these these different functions have been activated by those elderly people. And when they are free uh, to go and uh, they have the money, they have the time to actually dig into more of these kind of resources, maybe mm. And um, it's a new emerging buying power as the silver age, uh, silver hair group in, in Shanghai. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Silver, silver hair economic is uh, the one of the potential business, I think, in, in China. And I think it's good that just because of the lockdown, I think a lot of people who will try to contact or approach to a society mm. or close. Maybe previously, they don't think that they need that. But just the lockdown, they have to communicate with different organizations and they have to communicate with neighbors. Sometimes they have to get assistance or, or they seek for help from their neighbors. So they have to communicate with them and force them to do that. So I think it's, uh, it's a kind of uh, um, chance for them to learn how to how to open-minded and communicate with people. Yeah. I think it's maybe a kind of positive changes for Shanghai, especially for Shanghainese people who are very cool and uh, very calm uh, when dealing with uh, relationship with others. So I think, yeah, since now people realize that, okay, everyone needs help from others. Maybe you have to keep or maintain this relationship <laughs> Before but, something uh, happened,
0: <laughs> there there's an old saying in Chinese say, 元清不如禁令, right? Old, yeah. um, long distance relative is not as good as uh close neighborhood neighbors, close neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, this time it's really true like this because uh, when everyone is only locked down in one compound, they have to mm-hmm. rely on each other just to share some food or just share some things, even even as um, I actually gave away one of the the, fry, the frying tool for the pot because um, mm-hmm. I have a spare one and someone in my neighborhood, they broke theirs. So, so all, all this stuff is happening just yeah. uh, previously. They're, 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 there's no chance that you can actually get acquaintance or, or even get connections with those people um, because in Shanghai, it has been a long time that we don't even know who our next door mm-hmm. is but this mm-hmm. time because everyone is forced to join this group by saying so so actually it's a very interesting social behavior kind of observation in general
1: and i think maybe it's uh let your life be easier in an easy model in after the lockdown sometimes if you need something maybe you can just send some message in the group someone yeah, will true. give you yeah no.
0: Uh, cause for for uh, for our compound at least right now, I have already seen. I've been relying a lot on the neighborhood. Uh, who's the group? Because I I volunteer for the group by support and mm-hmm. um, like sorting out the this the dispensing or sorting out how to actually put all each good onto each mm-hmm. person's doorstep stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. So the group by leader will actually offer me some well cooked food. So it's actually very, very spare my leisure time to for, mm-hmm. for doing the cooking. Um, we also have had people in the group chat that uh, asking if there is anyone is uh, having house for uh, out for rent because mm-hmm. uh, his friends want, want to rent a house in our compound. So, mm-hmm. so all these information previously, it's only on the top public network. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it's, it won't be really that so close into this small community. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, uh, because of this lockdown, everyone suddenly realized that, uh, okay, there are some information can, I, I can actually, I don't need to rely on the public internet. It can be a private network and yeah. then solve my problem
1: also will influence people's de- decision when they choose or they need to decide where to live in the near future. So I think this is also another changes for people after the lockdown. And I've already seen a lot of people, a lot of uh, those kind of agencies, real estate agencies, when they sell those apartment in, in some district, like in, such as in some, pla- some uh, district in, uh, in Xu Hui, mm. they will add the title for this is uh, what we call the taiho, right
0: yeah, how how many how many batches of government subsidies this compound has yes. received? Yeah, and um, because uh, summer lives definitely in the one of the top government supported districts. <laughs> And yeah. I, I'm actually living only in one of the least supported, <laughs> I, I would say one of the poorest governance uh, mm-hmm. districts. So it's really a lot of difference. And I would say um, in the future, uh, a mm-hmm. lot of economic kind of aspects will be reflected uh, mm-hmm. from the small details of this, um, of this time's lockdown, like governance or how yeah. the, neighborhood community has been working or how they has been has been treat treated their their yeah. citizens. So that's that's I think also maybe that's this only applies to Shanghai citizen, right? So so the people who yeah. actually ex- experienced these two months lockdown will actually has the strongest feeling that how different it can be. Um, yeah. But for other people, outcomers who act who came to Shanghai later, maybe they won't be really care that much or have yeah. that feeling. because they don't have
1: this experience. Yes. Yes. I... Yeah. So I think yeah, since previously maybe people what they you no know, governance is definitely not a kind of uh, element or factor they will consider when yes. they yeah rent a, a rent apartment or or buy a house. They don't even consider about this governance, but I think this time, it showed how important the governance will be for one compound, right?
0: Yeah, especially mm-hmm. when these um, just very granular governance is needed, and mm-hmm. every layer of governance really triggers people's reaction or people's mm-hmm. uh, feelings uh, of their personal well-being. I think mm-hmm. this this really counts. And and uh, for that, I think also a lot of people might might leave Shanghai uh, actually after I think for the recent two weeks since some of the district already waived their lock lockdown situation, the mm-hmm. Hongqiao rail station and mm-hmm. uh, Hongqiao airport has been packed every day. right? Uh, Mm. One side is how, uh, I think one thing is relevant to university students, they got um, kind of encouraged to go Mm. back to their hometown earlier than than the semester, earlier than previous semesters. Mm. And the other side is most people, uh, after two months of lockdown, maybe they already lost their job or they cannot survive under Shanghai's kind of Mm. price pressure. Uh, So they just... Go back to their hometown because mm. pre even before lockdown, only thirty percent of Shanghai population are local Shanghainese right? So, um, a lot of people they just came for a job, and uh, if the mm. job the no longer sustain, maybe they will be just thinking about going.
1: Yeah, I, I just uh, I I think just because you know the lockdown is so sudden, it's a very emergent sense for a lot of people they haven't thought about this or imagine this the thing will happen in shanghai if they don't have any job to do during the two months then the living expense is really high for them to afford and yeah. uh, and also you know because those kind of policy uh, doesn't allow them to go out or go back it, the feeling is really bad right
0: yeah it, it's also the feeling is about okay, the local Shanghainese uh, who own the house here uh, mm-hmm. or the ownership feeling is different, that's for sure. And the mm-hmm. other part is um, previously it's a business city that uh, people mm-hmm. can do things here, but uh, with under the lockdown, there's nothing you can do. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of restaurants, almost all restaurants is done, um, even for the retail side, it's basically dead and uh, for, for the business mm-hmm. side, for sure, everyone's locked on their home. And then, and then it's also about the trust in the government because I think mm-hmm. previously, why you said it's a sudden lockdown because in the very beginning, in the, in the early April, what the government promised or what the go- government uh, announced is actually a four-day lockdown. It's mm-hmm. not a six-day one or, or a two-month one so everyone's prepared only for one week and mm. and and the and then later on the the governance side um from top down to granular committee side um mm. every commitment or every announcement just got smacked in the face um, mm. and also i think that's a bit even disappointing for the shanghai local people but mm-hmm. also at the same time it's very disappointing for for over uh people that only came here for business or only came here for making money because for them this also that's the big bigger impact that i think it will be how this lockdown will get to the economic economy side mm-hmm. um cuz there's already rumors like a lot of uh, international companies are thinking about moving their headquarters at elsewhere because mm-hmm most of the companies they already think Shanghai has been one of the best governance, governed the mm-hmm. city or mm-hmm. the the one of the city who in China that uh, actually follows the mm. the best practice of doing a fair business mm. right but once you are facing the risk of these kind of implementation
1: mm-hmm. um
0: it, it's really having a lot of bad influence on the business side
1: mm. yeah just because the lockdown, I think um, we just think it's say it's serious like it seriously, just to destroy the the image or or the credit of Shanghai as a as a perfect place for doing business. So I think it will take very long time to recover. Not just this the the thing cannot be recovered at the first of June it takes very very long time to recover to let people build up their trust again
0: I think this trust kind of demolished or Mm -hmm. the destroy of the whole trust level Mm -hmm. maybe it might be taking another five or ten years to rebuild Um, that's not something that people easy to forget because it's um uh, it's one of the already one of the biggest city in the world and it can experiencing something yes. like this, right? It's uh it's just mm-hmm. very even very shocking for the locals and I I think even for the old peoples, that's mm-hmm. not something they have been experiencing their whole life, and uh and and uh, just so many ridiculous things happens um to for even for the local people to justify hmm. and uh, and and most of the I, I think even for the government I, I'm I'm quite interesting for to see how they can wrapping up all these stuff because right <laughs> now it's already actually need to explain a lot of things but but how how are you going to explain that I'm quite curious about that part <laughs>
1: And I think this is not only influence of the economic or the, or the credit of Shanghai. It's uh it's for China since sh- Shanghai is yep. the top city in in China, right? And also it's the most one of the most powerful cities in China. And uh, even the government will sacrifice the, the interest of uh, such big city to executing their policies, which means that it's really easy for them to. To execute policies in other small cities, so th- the yeah. same thing is yes possible to happen in any cities in China.
0: What well, yeah, and also I think this for for me is very disillusional because uh, even just knowing the reality of, for example, the the neighborhood committee is very not that well-educated. They are just some IE or they are some middle-aged person who can even not knowing how WeChat can, can work, right? Uh, work very well for this this neighborhood management stuff. But I'm still very shocked um, on how ignorance I would use this word for, for mm-hmm. describing this situation because mm-hmm. Um, two days ago, when we start to issuing this um, um, freedom pass, right? How uh, mm-hmm. you can you can have the two hour to go out, and then you need to carry that certificate with you, so you can actually free to go within the neighborhood committee's covering area. Um, mm-hmm. How our committee people is putting the announcement in the group chat is um, apart from like uh, you have the two hour, you need to do uh, follow, the, follow the rule of within this scope of area you can travel around. Um, the last sentence they put is, uh, you can use the alcohol spray to mm-hmm. sanitize your clothes after you back to the compound. Mm-hmm. And- and I was like, "What the fuck? This is something. This is something like uh, one month ago. Maybe uh, the public media already saying like this is quite quite dangerous because mm-hmm. the alcohol spray will be very easy to get fired. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's very risk risky, right? But for mm-hmm. them, this is actually something from a government official telling the neighborhood mm-hmm. of what to do, and and most of the people in my compound, these old people, they will follow what they they see from mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. officials. Yeah. Um, and 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 this is actually happening in one of the most advanced cities in china. Mm. so so what will happen in other cities? like back to what you just said, is um it's it's not really only losing hope in the city itself, but also it's the the benchmark of how advanced China is. I think it's it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And then we for the Shanghainese people, maybe we are back to the reality that uh, China is a still a developing country, right? Even yeah. if we have been in a bubble, say, saying, okay, Shanghai is quite international, but I don't think it's that international
1: anymore. Actually, we can see that, um, yes, during the lockdown with a lot of people, their values are different from... Uh, different with each other hmm. but yep. those old people's their perspectives and uh, those points they insist on are totally different from young's yes so actually yeah you can see that uh, China is a really diversified country that people holding different points and and views that you have to explore and understand more for going to. Communicate with them, so I change after these two months will be I will try to many different places to to see the real China here if we cannot go abroad then I think it's better chance for our, or time for us to travel to to other cities in china
0: I think in general again, even saying things like this um I think we are still in the bubble because you still have the privilege to travel. because uh, zoom mm-hmm. out a bit, I think uh I'm, I'm quite I'm quite negative on how the economy will be going after this, uh, mm-hmm. or in general this year or after COVID. Cause mm-hmm. um already there are figures coming out saying um uh, a lot of graduates they cannot find jobs mm. um i was in uh joining a webinar previously say uh, some of the economic um experts from Tsinghua university and also mm. some uh, uh, some other experts from from that background of finance or or even like uh, uh, some ex-mayor of uh, of a tier two city these kind mm. of uh, forum um uh, most of the people they're expecting a down uh downflow of the mm-hmm. growth um mm-hmm. uh, but 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 it's the the difference is only like uh okay we are expecting a, a minus percentage of growth or if we are expecting a growth less than two percent uh, so in general i think the the growth is no longer as that much as uh, mm-hmm. how it works five years ago or ten years ago, and mm. for my generation, this will be like the first kind of backlash since our uh, mm. we we enter into this uh, this economy, right? So so mm. I think that will be a quite interesting experience uh, for for the generation as well, and um, mm. traveling to other cities or or how the economy can be boosted by these retails or to by tourism. I think mm-hmm. that's also something quite difficult to say.
1: Yeah, you. so we've already seen a lot of policies launched by the co- government to enhance the growth of the economic, right? Since we've already have a forecast for the, the second quarter, completely not beautiful for the for the second quarter and we yeah no so i think it's not because of the of of china and because of of this lockdown things a lot of things happened globally backlash economic backlash is not only happening in china i think it's a a global thing yes Mm.
0: that's true
1: so i think this is the not the first time for our generation (laughs) the first time for all generations <laughs> to, to, and people from different countries to see the backlash of the global economics. So how to save that and how to survive during this recession economic period is also kind of a new lesson for all people to learn. I think even in a recession, there are still opportunities yep. just to okay. see how to grab how to catch those opportunities.
0: This actually back to a Chinese term which called Wei Zi, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So how the uh, the English term is crisis, but uh, in China, actually, there's two characteristics: meaning dangerous at the same time, there's opportunities. Mm. Yes. So, so I, I, for for me, I'm more like I'm quite curious to see how these different new figures or new way of uh, developing for China. Um. How individuals are reacting, or how even the government side how they are reacting, because um, mm. I think I I think there's it's just very quite new, quite new situation for all. Yeah,
1: quite yeah, new situation for everyone. Also, yeah. <laughs> what what I want to see what kind of policy other countries will be launched or issuing in the near future. Let's yeah. see how yeah how the world will will be become will be in the near future. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so this is more like a kind of a wrap-up session for our lockdown and hope we can see each other offline face-to-face for the next episode and uh, recording this uh, together, right?
1: Yes, see you next time.